What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Starting off with how the day's movements were, Overall it appeared to be quite indecisive almost and as a result relatively flat um also it seemed as if uh, the liquidity was not uh, as as you know high as it could have been in fact the volumes in general looked uh, and appeared to be quite low and this might possibly be due to the fact that it is uh, you know the holidays are here so a lot of people might have gone vacationing and partying instead of uh, you know instead of trading in the markets so that is one of the possibilities which could have led to this and you know if you look at stocks like TCS and if you look at stocks which otherwise are not this flat you'll see that since the past two days since the, since this day or like today or since the past two days they've been very flat uh today more so so that was quite interesting to see even the indices uh, were you know like this so that that's probably some some something in general that's happening to the markets and that might also possibly be due to the fact that uh you know it's at uh it's it's at those high levels it's at that uncharted territory so to speak and as a result it does not know where it has its resistances and supports so people are just sort of you know trading very carefully uh, new new investors might be a slightly hesitant to join in just quite yet and as a result uh, you know we might be seeing this happening and so that, that's that's fair enough i feel uh, but that is how the overall day was let's move to the currency markets now so the currency markets or at least the currency pairs that i track were very very choppy and wild and as a result i had to pause uh now i noticed something very interesting at least on the eurinr chart it appears as if uh you know the market decides to just go down for a bit and then jumps back up and this has been happening since quite like quite a few days probably like 3 days or something so that is something i observed and overall it it appeared good so there it wasn't like there was no entry but the just the price movements that were happening were not too confidence inspiring and as a result i decided not to get into any position with the fx markets and you know the thing is i i could have just gotten into a position for the heck of it uh because it it isn't that expensive and you know the the risk reward is it's all right it's not that bad but at the same time uh it's it does not make sense just getting into something for the heck of it and especially because the markets were so uncertain and choppy so uh i've said this before i'm i'm kind of cautious with currency because uh it's something which is a bit new to me so i'm trying to see how the prices move and as a result during the day i was just paper trading so uh again price movements were quite choppy and you you learn in the lesson for the day or rather one of the lessons for the day uh what my take on you know overall the markets was and how i was sort of uh, trying to understand where the price movements might be and hint hint it is not an indicator it's not even the price chart so uh, do stay tuned for that and let's move to the indices now
with 28 gainers, 21 losers and 1 unchanged. Nifty closed at 12,262.75, minus 9 points, so barely anything. This is what I'd call flat. This is not what I'd call range bound. And if you look at the intraday chart, you'll see that, you know, the trend line resistance worked very well. Overall, it was respecting the pivot points quite well, quite decently. And, uh, you know, with that being said, the general movements and the general direction was not, not as good as I would have liked. Of course, during the day, it did move downwards, but then one candle is all it took to reverse all of those, uh, you know, all the down moves that it had made during the day. So overall, very indecisive and choppy. And this is definitely not the kind of uh, market I would ideally like to trade in purely because it can be so, uh, you know, so deceptive. So that is what I saw with Nifty, at least on the intraday chart. On the daily chart, uh, you know, you can see that it is sort of flattening out a bit. And this is again to be expected as, as we were discussing in the day's view that it is at those higher levels where it has no clue what might happen. So it's sort of flattening out. And if you see the daily chart, Nifty appears to be, you know, it's, it's a green candle, but it's lower than the previous, uh, previous close. Not by a lot, but, it, but it's still lower. So as a result, it's almost like uh, a shooting star pattern or an evening star pattern or a shooting star pattern an evening star pattern uh, but with like three positive candles so it's very oddly placed right now not very confidence inspiring at all and looks like the volumes were quite decent also on nifty but uh, as we all know you know overall the liquidity wasn't as good as one would have hoped when we're speaking about bank nifty the intraday just shows almost a textbook doji and pivot point reversal. So again, pivot points were respected very well. Doji is again respected very well. But on the daily chart, it looks even flatter and even worse. So Bank Nifty is at four gainers and eight losers. It's at 32,339.45. It's down 45 points. So, as I was saying, on the daily chart, it looks even flatter. And basically, when I say flatter, I mean that instead of the prices going up linearly or down linearly, it's sort of consolidating and it's, it's you know, forming that, uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, when the hockey stick pattern uh, starts, it's flat and then it shoots up. Imagine an inverse hockey stick, but, but you know, it's, it's shot up and now it's sort of flattening out. So... That's the best possible explanation that I can give for this. That is what we are seeing that's happening. It's, it's flattening out, which is not a good sign. It essentially says that the markets are a bit more hesitant, as I said, about the higher levels. And it is typically, you know, a sign of uh, a, a, a reversal. So that that does hint towards this week or at least tomorrow being a negative day. So that is what I would personally keep in mind. And again, overall, the analysis, uh, both were negative, different amounts of negative, but both, but, but both were negative and very choppy, as I said. So those were the analysis. And let's move to the stocks now. So my trading day uh, summed up in one sentence would be exiting from the losers and adding to the gainers. I exited from the stocks at a profit, 
uh, which were sort of going down or not giving me uh, as much as they could have. And I added to my uh, gainers list. So my gaining list would be HDFC, AMC and stocks like those. So uh, that, that was my like main sort of agenda for the day. And uh, those were my carrying forward trades. My intraday trades were Mahindra and Mahindra Finance. Uh, this was a negative one. The trade basis is mentioned in yesterday's episode. It's basically a support zone, but that failed. Uh, so that's terrible. That is actually one of the re- one of the lessons for the day. So we'll come to that more in the next segment. The next trade that I took was Bank Nifty's put. I longed it. I haven't shorted any options yet, if I remember correctly. Unless I have by mistake, then it's a different thing. Uh, but I've only ever longed options. So just, just like a quick little note there. So I longed the put uh, 15% or so ROI, which is decent. In the past, I've typically not made a lot uh, with options unless it's an expiry day. So unless unless it's a Wednesday or a Thursday, I haven't because Friday and Monday, I just end up, uh, you know, paying away all of the premium or at least part of the premium. But today was an exception, looks like. And hopefully these exceptions will become the rule. Uh, the next trade that I took was shorting Nifty Future, approximately a 4 to 5% ROI on that. So overall, I think it was a net positive day. Uh, the M&M Finance thing was, was pretty rough, but that's all right. Uh, it, it, that, this, this reminds me of another lesson, which I'll come to uh, in the next segment. So let's get started with that. All right, so quick reminder about the stocks. Earlier, I used to talk about the proper, you know, two gainers, two losers for each index. Now I've switched things up a little. I only talk about stocks which were either interesting in some way or have the potential to give you some move uh, in this coming week. So those are the only stocks I'll be talking about. And the first stock, and okay, so they'll, they'll be picked from Nifty, Bank Nifty and overall. So again, I just want to give that quick little reminder. The first stock that I'm talking about is Z Limited. It is at 294.8, it's up 3.78%. Ideally, I don't recommend getting into any media stock or something, but Z Limited looks very interesting on the daily chart. As a result, I thought I'd just speak about it here if you know I'm not recommending it, obviously, uh, because I can't do that. But it looks very interestingly placed on the charts. So I said that, uh, you know, Bank Nifty was flattening out a lot and you know, Z Limited also flattened out a lot. Instead, it was flattening on the lower side. So from those higher levels, it went down very sharply. It flattened and now it appears to be reversing, which is a good sign. So this is one stock that, you know, you can keep an eye out uh, for. The next stock that I want to talk about is Maruti. So, you know, yesterday it was uh, Tata Motors. This time it's Maruti. I swear that is not to fuel my passion for cars, but it's purely because of the chart. And we can see that it is bouncing off very, very, very clearly of that 50MA line. And it is also breaking, uh, broken out of that uh, you know, resistance, that CIP resistance at approximately 7300. Now, if you've been following the intraday moves of Marathi, you know that 7300 was a very tough level to breach because of that psycho barrier. But now that it's actually well above that 7300 mark, it appears to be reasonably good. Now, it has also breached that resistance, so that's good. Um, You could possibly look at this also. 
the next stock that i want to talk about is yes bank now yes bank did not have the best of days it slipped below 50 uh it closed at 59 49.65 it is down 3.4 percent and looks like it's facing moving average resistance but this is also a news-based stock and apparently there was some confusion or some funny things happening uh, with the European investors or some 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 weird thing like that and as a result the news articles were citing that that was the reason why we saw this move happening with Yes Bank but we know that once that 50 level is breached it is possibly going to face some resistance and retest because it is such an important psycho level it is also giving gap resistance as we know so 50.66 approximately is that gap level and that might be one of the reasons why we, we saw that quick little test of those lower levels so yes bank also on my list purely because you know again there is still a chance that it might just reach those levels uh, once there's clarity on the investment part now reliance industries is the next stock that i wanted to talk about and this is not exactly because this might be a good trade but this is more so because the kind of gap opening that that was there today was very interesting now reliance uh, made like headlines one, one entire week straight when uh, it hit all time high levels i believe yesterday's uh, high was also an all time high so we saw some very very crazy uh, you know results on the stock market as far as reliance is concerned but possibly after the news articles on how the government is planning to put a hold on uh, the stake the asset sales and such we saw a pretty big a pretty massive gap down opening and this is very uh, this is very odd i mean the last time we saw such a big gap was just after their agm if i remember correctly and that was back in november so this is the first time after that that we've seen such a big gap. It is below its, uh, you know, moving average resistance, which leads me to believe that there is a chance that it falls uh, for a bit, possibly filling in that gap. At the same time, it has formed a very reasonable base at that 1538-1540 level. So I would, I would keep an eye out for that. If it slips below that, then there is a chance that it retests those 1500 levels also. So do keep that in mind. Uh, the next talk that I want to talk about is Nestle. I believe this was on uh, my list, uh, on my watch list yesterday, if I'd mentioned. And the reason for why it's uh, the reason why I'm mentioning it here is because uh, it has so far respected the 50MA line very well. Now, after yesterday's massive uh, increase, it retraced a bit, possibly have profit booking or something and it is taking support at that 50ma line again so you might want to look at that so nestle india is uh, you know the other stock and now come the other you know the, the broader market stocks these are stocks that i would particularly not recommend unless you know you are willing to take in that extra amount of risk uh, so the first one is asahi india and i believe this is a glass company so it is at a very nice support level it's actually it's at a change in polarity level which is why uh, it's on this list it is also at that 190 level so that is possibly uh, going to be a psychological level also and uh, this the filter that i used for this is the volume filter so 
uh, this like two stocks or three stocks that I'm about to talk uh, after this are related to you know the high volume. So this was for these stocks, the volumes were just too high. So the first one was Asahi. The second one was DB Corp. Again, this is a pretty unconventional stock because I generally don't look at these stocks almost at all. Now, DB Corp is also at that support level. Uh, with that being said, it does not look as good as Asahi because it has a very strong moving average resistance. But you could also possibly look at this. Now, I would personally wait out a bit more uh, before it is actually above at least one of those resistances if I do want to get into a position uh, in DB Corp. But I just thought I'd you know mention it here. Uh, the next stock that I want to talk about is Wipro. Now, Wipro is, uh, you know, it's 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 a stock that I picked based on uh, the open interest. So this is an increase in open interest. And we can see that once uh, it sort of hit that support zone at 235 or so, it's been on a very consistent and a very linear uptrend. So if you want to catch hopefully a big move, and this would be more of a positional setup, then this might be a good pick. If you're looking for a swing trade, then it might uh, possibly go like seven rupees or so more, uh, which is all right. I mean, for like two, three days or maybe a week or so, that might not be too bad, uh, but that is what it appears right now on the chart. So Wipro is also another stock pick. Uh, 253.85 is its closing, it's up 0.81%. The next one that I want to talk about, and I know this is becoming slightly of an overload, but I just want to pack in as much value as I can. And I don't want to take an unnecessary break because I feel that just, you know, it, it's an unnecessary cut. So if you feel I'm rambling on, just pause or something or let me know. Uh, better yet, let me know and I'll just uh, try to make that change. The next talk that I want to talk about is Jubilant Foods, Domino's, what used to be my favorite pizza chain. But then, you know, due to a series of unfortunate decisions and events, they are no longer my favorite. This is also an open interest pick and it's been consolidating for quite some time. It's been consolidating since two months almost and it has now finally hit or about it's about to hit its 50 MA. This is going to be a decider. For the most part, it has respected that line very well. So if it does hit and bounce off that 50 MA line, then it's a good sign. It might be a reasonable pick. If it goes below, then it's probably a good short pick. But again, probably not, not nothing certain. And yeah, that's as far as the stocks are concerned. Let's move to my trades now. So the number one lesson for the day is one that I've spoken about in uh, you know the currency market segment, and that is how i was able to you know understand where the prices might move uh, despite the market being very choppy now this is purely 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 thanks to zerodha uh, and i do not like to you know talk about companies or brands because i don't endorse or i don't promote anyone uh, but i just wanted to you know give them the due credit because it is after you know i started looking at 20 depth is when I realized that market depth is quite important. And even though today's lesson, uh, you know, mainly relates to the regular five market depth that we see, it is related to market depth. So that's why now market depth, uh, 
I was looking at the price quotes which were happening and I was looking at which orders are the big orders which are unfilled orders because generally the price will have to fill those orders or or those orders will have to move up. So looking at that alone kind of helped me understand, uh, you know, where, uh, you know, the currency pairs might be heading. Also, it helped me place better trades. Now, uh, during the day, I exited and entered into some very not so liquid uh, scripts. And I wouldn't have been able to do that at market. So if I if I had placed a market order, then uh, my average cost would have been much higher or much lower depending on which side I was on uh, than I would have preferred. So instead, I looked at the market depth. I saw which uh, at which price level would it be appropriate. I placed a limit order at that and it just went through very easily. So that is also another lesson related to market depth. And the next lesson that I want to talk about is related to the ATR or rather the average true range or the range of the stock and the range basically means how much uh, on an average does the stock price move in any given day so you know for Mahindra and Mahindra Finance it's between 0.5 to 2.8 and either direction up or down that is what it moves and it did respect that for the most part today it, it doesn't give you the direction it'll just give you the amount and it's it's a very interesting thing because my father told me that if it's already made most of its move then there's no point getting into it and uh, you'll you'll just you know you'll barely end up uh, recovering your uh, cost or you might make a little loss or something but look for stocks which haven't yet you know covered that uh, total average range because those are the ones which might give you a reasonable movement and those are ideally the ones that you should be going for. He also says that it's better to pick known stocks and this sort of goes against some of my stock picks for the day. That's fine. You know, I'm sure you can take an informed decision uh, partially by yourself. Uh, but yeah, he told me that it's better to, you know, stick to stocks that you're comfortable with and you know and are liquid. Otherwise, you might end up getting bit in the rear. So that is partially what happened with me, uh, with Mahindra and Mahindra Finance, which is why I thought I'd I just mention it here. And that is also it for this episode. Before you start charging at me with your pitchforks, I do know that this episode could have been much better, especially the stock section, which was kind of dragged on, if I'm being honest. Uh, but I'm recording this at 20 minutes past 11 and it's again it's it's not it's not it's not not my fault it is my fault for recording so late but you know i i i tend to like be sort of like a hit or a miss when i record at night which is why all of this happens uh but anyway it i i do keep a note of all of these things and i try to improve them uh but yeah i again i hope you found this helpful and informative I really, really do hope you haven't fallen asleep. If you have, pat on the back. I I would have fallen asleep myself probably. So, you know, kudos to you if you haven't. And yeah, see you in, see you in tomorrow's uh, episode or see you day after. Uh, because tomorrow, day after tomorrow is a trading holiday. So let's see how I plan that out. Uh, but yeah, 24th, 25th is a trading holiday. Do not forget. And yeah, happy trading tomorrow. Thank you.